Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert advice columnist and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. My guest today is Kate Drees. Hey, Kate. Hey, Jolie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in here. This is our new studio. Welcome to the brand new studio. Yeah, it smells of paint, which is a scent that I actually love. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, actually, I like the smell, too. I do think it smells really, really good in here. Yeah. Um, I have to sage later, but I was like, I'm not going to sage before we start recording just in case Kate hates the smell of burning sage because some people don't like it. I don't think I mind it. I don't really like incense like those guys in mm-hmm. the subway who sell it. That makes me really nauseous. Yeah. Um, but sage is like just a herb. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, Um. Exactly. Um, anyway, you guys, I'm very excited to be here in this new studio. Acast has moved to this like swank new office. We have a roof deck. We're very excited about that. You'll have to come back in the summer. And yes, I was we'll, like, mm, this is not the time for me to be no, here. <laughs> we'll, we'll record on the roof deck. No, it's definitely not the time because today's episode is actually like a super winter theme. We're going to be talking all about fur. Um, before we get into it, though, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash person to help support my show. And I have new patrons to thank you guys. I think I told you at the beginning of this year, I was going to be moving to doing all the patron thanks at the beginning of each month. Um, and so this is, uh, this is that time. Um, and I have lots and lots of people to thank. So big thank yous go out to Tara McCook, Sophie, Melissa Lewis, Eleanor, Petta Hall, Bethany Murray, Laura Helbing, Bethany Willick, Chris, Judy Zhang, Catherine Weibel, Emily Oppenheimer, Amy Plaisance, Anthony Black, Pete Seagal, and Kimberly Ockel. And I have some very, very special thanks to give to my nicest patrons because you guys, this 69 thing has like blown up and I love it. I laugh every single time I get one of those pledges that has some kind of 69 in there. And so here are the ones that I've gotten this year so far. I'm so excited about them. I can hardly stand it. Um, Nancy LaRoche pledged $2.69. Hillary Dore also pledged $2.69. Kay Bach also pledged $2.69. Sierra Sanders and Evelyn Pollins both pledged $1.69. Stephanie Rosman pledged $6.90. Mary Angelo and Maeve both are existing patrons who have edited their pledges from $5 to $6.90. <laughs> and Laurel Shane, who is also one of my existing patrons, edited her pledge from $2.69 to $3.69. I also have a new one, a new one this year, you guys. I'm very excited. 2018 is going to be a great freaking year. I'm very, very excited about this. Sarah Jenkins pledged $6.66. Love it. Love it. That was like so jolish. I was very, very excited about that. So thank you guys so much. Um, you are, of course, my nicest patrons, and I love, love, love you. I also have one one other shout-out to give um, to Ryan, who sent me anonymously sent me to to the office you guys it wasn't like he found my home address and sent me some anonymous <laughs> packets that I might have been freaked out about um but he sent um anonymously sent a package to the office um that was a shirt in upside down lettering that said bet you can't guess my favorite number and I opened it and I and I literally started crying because I was so touched by this shirt that I clearly knew had come from, you know, a podcast listener because of where it was sent to. Um, and I was so touched and I and I was tweeting about it. And um, Ryan saw the tweets 
and he he got in touch and he let me know that he was the one who sent the shirt and so I got to like write him a proper thank you note which uh, I put in the mail today actually um, <laughs> and so I just wanted to say thank you Ryan and to you guys um, Ryan has an Amazon shop so if you want a bet you can't guess my favorite number t-shirt you can go right to Amazon you can key that in and the shirts will pop up they come in a bunch of different colors and I love them and I've already gotten so many compliments on it um, the bros at my gym seem to really like it. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, anyway, we are, we are actually not here to talk about 69 today. Um, although Shucks. I guess at some point I could, I could figure out a way to do a whole 69 episode. <laughs> I did. We, when I did episode 69, I had Maureen O'Connor here. Perfect. Um, and we did, um, unraveling the mystery of whether semen clogs a shower drain. That was uh, that was the morning sixty nine episode. <laughs> it was perfect. What a mystery! Yeah, um, the answer is no. It does not. Great. Yeah. So we're, you're, <laughs> you're all you're all safe. You're all safe out there. Um, no, what we're going to be talking about today is um, is fur. Um, as I mentioned, when we kicked off, Kate um, had emailed me. Well, it was a couple months ago, right? Last last year. I think it was in the summer because my summer was like a warm weather related question specifically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kate had inherited some furs and she wanted to know if I knew of any cold storage places yeah. for them. Um, yeah. and I was like, I don't, but I know who will. Yeah. And so, um, that actually, before we even read the first question, I'm going to tell you this tip that like, I tell people all the time with anything like needing, like to find out a place for like fur storage or to find like the best tailor for some really expensive item or whatever which is like go ask the most fashionable woman or man you know because they they'll know the fixers right it's like a very very good tip to keep in mind so when kate emailed me i went to the most fashionable woman i know um who's one of my mom's friends gloria who lives here in manhattan and i asked her and she gave me the name of the person to go to and i gave that information to kate and did you end up taking them so i haven't taken them yet um, I think I got a little like, I mean, this is maybe you have an opinion about this. I got a little like overwhelmed by the idea of like, I'm a person that like puts my fur in storage, if that makes any sense. It makes total sense. Like I was like, do I really need to do this? And then it was, it was just one season or whatever. And now it's cold again. And right. so now it's like not the time to be putting it away. Yeah. Um, but I think I will when it gets warm again. Yeah. I, I will say and like, hopefully I, after a season of wearing it and getting used to being the kind of person who Right. wears a fur right i totally under that makes right. total sense to i think me. i was a little emotionally like overwhelmed by this beautiful item i had that uh you know i i kind of was like and also i felt weird like putting it somewhere that's not my home mm-hmm. alone i don't know but i did <laughs> it's like sending it to sleep away camp right for eight yeah weeks. <laughs> kind of and, and this is all like i overthought it is the is the bottom line but i did do I think I don't know if we talked about this, but I did a lot of research about like if you're going to keep it in your home, what, where to store it, how to store it. Oh, good. Yeah, no, we didn't so, actually, but that's like that's kind so of actually very, a lot of what we're going to do today. Yeah, so, so I very specifically, um, you know, I had like cedar blocks in my closet. I took those out because um, apparently they're not good for it. You probably oh, I'm know. So excited. You already you know probably this. know more about why Yay! I'm forgetting now. Um, yeah, I will originally tell you why. when I you know carried it to my house because it was not given to me at my house, it was in like uh, you know like a a garment bag mm-hmm. that was plastic. I took it out of the garment yep. bag because apparently like the moisture I'm likes so it breathe. I mean, it all makes perfect sense. You know, like fur is a skin just like leather is. Mm-hmm. You just can't moisturize it the way leather can be moisturized. Exactly. So like you kind of have to do more preventative things than you'd probably do for leather. So it's I wouldn't more, say... It's, like, it's temperamental kind of in the same way that suede is temperamental. Right. So I wouldn't say that, I don't know, like if you were a fur expert, you'd probably come to my studio apartment and be like, this is disgusting. But also like my closet is not like overly warm or overly freezing like it's not humid in there um it my apartment isn't very hot so i think like for a season it was probably i think fine. that's totally like fine. Yeah. i i didn't feel like i was threatening the longevity of my like new uh inherited item inherited item yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and actually i, I want to say so like i want to acknowledge from the jump that this is a kind of controversial topic yeah totally because obviously a lot of people have very 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 strong feelings about wearing fur and the you know the the ethics and that go into that and all that stuff so i want to say that all of the um 
all the questions that we have today are people of people who have inherited their furs. Yeah. Um, and I also just want to say that whether I personally do or do not agree with wearing fur doesn't really matter because my job here is just to help people with the questions they have, not to make the choices for them about yeah. what they do and don't wear. So, but I want to acknowledge that some of you will feel maybe surprised and maybe betrayed that I'm even doing this episode. And, and if you feel that way, I, I understand. And I, and I'm, you know, I'm sorry that I'm letting you down in this way, but I do feel it's part of my job to address this because it is a question that people have and people do wear fur and it's not really for me to moralize about that in terms of the work that I do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just and I would, like, and, and I, and I, you know, I hope you won't be, I hope you guys won't be disappointed if you are just tune out and come back for the next episode. <laughs> um, um, and I hope you'll come back, you know? Um, but yeah, I just want to acknowledge that. Yeah, no. Too. And I think for me, uh, I would never go out and buy a new fur. Um, this was like a, uh, meaningful, inherited gift basically yeah. uh and also especially now there are like incredible beautiful colored fake furs that like are kind of stunning that yeah i'm like why would you buy a new fur right, exactly. like i would never do it yeah um like why not get the yeah like, for me this one. item is like emotionally significant yeah and um it also felt i'm someone who doesn't really like to waste so i was like what am i going to do with this throw it away yeah which is something people say you can do and that's totally fair too mm-hmm. but anyway that's kind of my yeah. feeling on it yeah, no, 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 I think that's right. And that was that was one of the reasons when we were talking about doing this episode that I felt like I felt really comfortable doing it because I knew that I knew the circumstances under which you got your your fur. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I feel yeah, like- I'm not like a fancy lady who was like, mm. <laughs> which new animal will I kill this season to like wear on my back like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have you read the first question from KJ. Yeah. Sounds great. Hi, Jolie. I recently got my hand on some furs. I was wondering if you knew the proper way to clean care for these things. I'm normally a very simple jeans and a cotton t-shirt girl, so I'm way out of my depth here. Please help. Sure thing. I've got I've got help. And I think, you know, it's funny when you were talking about how you feel about it. I was like, this is exactly what the first letter writer feels like. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't like this came to me. I never thought of myself as a fur-wearing lady. Yeah. And um, honestly, I don't know that I am now, <laughs> to no. be clear. This is like a very once-in-a-while <laughs> thing that leaves my house. Exactly. So I'm going to just go through some, like, some general care tips. Um, and Kate, you know, as I'm going through them, feel free to add stuff in. Sure. Um, especially about your own experience in terms of just, like, finding room in your small space. Yeah. Because um, that's a big issue. So so the first big thing to, to say to you guys is that Fur hates heat. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes sense, right? Because it's sort of designed for keeping cold out. Um so when it's not in use, I'm gonna kind of start from like from the from the back end of this of when it's not in use. You do wanna be ideally storing it in cold storage um during its off season. And what cold storage means is fur fur likes to be at around forty five degrees Fahrenheit and about fifty percent humidity. Um, so that means that, you know, here in New York in the summertime, you're talking about, even if your apartment is, you know, well air conditioned, you're still talking about definitely way above 45 degrees and 50% humidity. And the humidity is a big issue, um, which we're actually going to get into in the the last question that we have here, which is like a very, very tragic question. (laughs) Um, so cold storage is a good thing to do in the off season. Um, you don't, you don't absolutely have to do it. It won't, you know, as Kate was saying, and, and she's right about this, you know, if you miss cold storage for one season, no big deal. But a fur is something that you want to last for a long, long time. And so over over time, over the course of several years or several decades, if you're not putting into that cold storage, it is going to deteriorate. Um, and it's not going to have a super long lifespan. And that would be a shame because they're expensive and they're beautiful. Um, you should also aim to have it cleaned once a year. Um, and you should send it to a fur specialist, not to a dry cleaner. Um, a dry, unless, unless your dry cleaner is, is a fur specialist. Is a fur spe- unless your dry cleaner is John Medassian and right. he's also a fur specialist. I mean, we can um, all dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily tell you to send it to John just because he'll charge you an arm and a leg. Right. Um, which is actually a thing I told Kate when she was looking for the storage recommendation. I was like, don't go to Madame Paulette. John will, <laughs> John will charge you a fortune. Um, I mean, they're great for what they do, but like, 
Right. For what Kate is looking for, for I what mean, KJ guys, is I'm, looking for. Shockingly, I'm not a real housewife. <laughs> so. I mean, you should be. You'd News be at wife. 11. Thank you. <laughs> Kate and I are both real housewives enthusiasts. Um, so, yeah. So, you should have it cleaned once a year um, by a first specialist. Um, and one other thing to mention, this is this is actually pretty important to the lifespan of a coat. If you get, if you have any damage to the coat, have repairs done ASAP. Don't wait for that once a year. Don't wait until you send it off to storage for the season. Get it repaired as as quickly as you can after it happens. So whether there's a little tear or, um, you know, if the fur, if you carry a, um, a shoulder bag on one shoulder constantly and you notice that the fur has gotten very, very badly matted, go have that taken care of. Don't let it linger. Um, that's just good, good, you know, for sort of fur care. Um, then in terms of when you're in your, your in season, um, there's actually not, there's not a whole lot of special stuff you need to do, but there are a few special things you need to do and they're easy. Thank God. Um, so the first is you have to get a good hanger for it. You want to hang a furs are very heavy. Also, um, you want to hang them on a, uh, on a wide and very sturdy hanger. So, a wide padded hanger would be great, um, or one of those very broad plastic or wood hangers um, would also be great. But you want it to be quite a broad hanger so that the um, shoulders of the jacket aren't bearing down on a thin um, or too pointed hanger, which will cause damage to the shape and interior of the jacket. You never, ever, ever want to hang your fur on a wire hanger, and so then we are all... In a, in a happy spot because we can make a no wire hanger joke and we always <laughs> love making those. Um, the other thing you want to do when you're hanging your fur is you want to leave it plenty of space. You don't want it jammed into a closet because the fur itself will get matted and damaged from being smushed. So you really want to give it space. And that's hard to do. I mean, Kate and I live in very small apartments yeah. in New York and, you know, you 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 don't have a lot of closet space, but you got to give that baby room to room to to breathe. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah. What I have kind of found myself doing is like shoving everything to kind of one side, so this one item ends up taking up like more space than is warranted, and then I sort of do a thing where I'll like rotate it periodically, mm-hmm. like around. So smart. Yeah. Which like who knows if this is doing anything, but like helping my peace of mind yeah and then also the item that is closest to it right now which again you might be like kate that's crazy don't do that uh is like a faux fur i've had for like forever no actually that's fine. um but i kind of figured like oh this fabric is like similar enough it's not going to irritate it and like yeah um, no, no no that's really smart yeah, yeah so this is just like my rationale yeah. for it no no no. that's i think that's actually the perfect thing to do. i don't think it's like any of it is like ideal circumstances but like this is the life i lead yeah and i'm not going to adapt my life for this imposter in it <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i think that's really smart um one other thing to mention about like the things that you hang it around is um you don't want to have anything embellished sort right. of hanging in contact with the fur. Um, and then related to that, if you put like, you know, a, a pin or anything on on your fur, make sure you take it off after you've worn it. Don't leave it hanging there because that will damage the, yeah, the fur I in the lawn. I can't even imagine doing I mean, I don't it. imagine you <laughs> like, putting like a giant like brooch yeah, on, your, like, on your fur. We're really coat. starting to get like very far away from my life instead of just tangentially far away from my life. Yeah, I don't really see that as your aesthetic, Kate. You never know. I mean, Maybe I should get into brooches in maybe, 2018. You, you know, listen, you never know what you're going to inherit next. I will <laughs> say on my way over here, I saw a woman wearing like a long knee length uh sort of like tan fur and I was like it's a sign and then I was like no it's February (laughs) but it's not that cold today actually no it's not not. and it was downtown too I the only time I ever see consistent furs is when you go to the Upper East Side Mm -hmm. without a doubt you're gonna see five beautiful old ladies in their slippers walking their dog in like a like to their feet for mm-hmm. every yep. single time. Mm-hmm. I, love I love the it. consistency. I it's love great. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's up with your life and can I get it? Thank God for the Upper East Side, man. Yeah. They <laughs> always stay the same. It's like the Days and Confused quote. It's like, I keep getting older and they stay the same as always. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I love going to the Upper East Side. Um, actually, this weekend I saw, it was, it was pouring all weekend. 
Um, and I think it, it must have been on Saturday. I saw two women wearing like snow white fur coats. And I was like, first That's of all, crazy. I was like, first of all, it's not. It's not cold. It was no. pouring rain, but it was no, not No, it was like cold. 50 degrees out. Like 50, yeah, it was 50 degrees. I'm like, it's too hot for a fur. And what are you doing wearing that white fur in this weather well, in Manhattan? It must like, like come to, I'm sure, well, one of your next points, which yeah. is do not get the fur don't, wet. Don't do that. Yes, I do have I do have tips on that. <laughs> you can get it wet, actually. Um, uh, okay, before I get into the into the stuff about the wet, one, one more thing about the storage um is and you know kate already said this is don't store it in a plastic bag in a garment bag actually don't store it in a garment bag of any sort it needs to breathe yeah um it's just like you wouldn't you wouldn't like you wouldn't put a shower cap on your head and wear it for, <laughs> for <laughs> i mean six months like you don't know my life <laughs> no actually i don't <laughs> now i'm picturing you in a shower cap a fur and a brooch i haven't worn a shower cap since i was like seven so <laughs> don't worry i wouldn't do any of that okay I feel a lot better knowing that. Um, and don't store it with cedar or mothballs. See, the thing about cedar is that cedar is drying. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. And mothballs, like, first They'll of all, just they, make stink, it they stink to high heaven. I don't know. Why is anyone using mothballs they, anyway? They're, so, you guys, please don't actually. Yeah. Separate of the fur thing. Mothballs yeah. are super toxic. I don't know if people know this. They're, like, They're really gross. Toxic. Cedar, if, I mean, I'm sure you probably talked about this on here and I've missed it, but, like, Cedar is a great alternative. Smells really good. The chips, I, I think a friend gave me extras because she had too many. And nice. so now I have them and now they're just in my my other drawers. Yeah. But not near my fur, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, Nowhere near <laughs> But yeah, I don't really. Also, maybe a lot of you guys have moths, but like I, I don't know anyone who has moths. Like where are they? You know who had. Is it like old houses? You know who had a bad moth problem in uh-huh. her like, no, in her like new apartment in New York was Kavi. Oh, really? Yeah, like, there's a mutual friend of Kate and I. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, huh. so a year or two ago, it was it was terrible. She had, like, a terrible infestation I mean, moths. there are bugs. You know who there's else, so many you know different who else had, of bugs. You know who else has had moths? Oh. Bethany Frankel. Oh. And you know how I know that? Because John Modestian told me that when I interviewed him <laughs> to do a profile on him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah he went into this great. whole thing. Um, wow, yeah, okay. Called him I, I knew moths. as soon as I said that, you were going to be like, here are seven examples yeah, of people whose lives are devastated by moths. Anyway, I don't have moths, but I had the cedar planks just in case. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a good thing to have, um, but not around your fur. Um, okay. So let us talk about – let's talk about the wet stuff. Um, so if the fur does get wet in the rain, it's fine. I mean, it's, look, the the animal right. that was originally wearing right. fur – It's water resistant because the or animal – the fur in the rain, yeah. you know. Um, so if it does get wet, what you want to do is when you when you get back home is you want to shake it out, yeah, um, so that you get off shake off as much of the water as you can, and then you want to just hang it to dry before you put it back in your closet. So like, if you've got a shower curtain rod, you can just you know hang it there and let it air dry. You could you know hang it on a hook or whatever, but but let it dry before it gets back in. If it gets soaked, soaked, yeah, which is pretty unlikely that it would yeah i feel like you would probably like duck under an awning or something yeah but if it does that's the time for you to take it to the um the specialty cleaner and have them handle it because you don't want it to get you know if it's if it's truly completely saturated with water you do want to get it professionally cleaned at that point um okay one other one other tip to mention um and this is actually it's kind of similar and i i associate furs and pearls sure because there's that that sort of look yeah right um, the, the fancy lady look. Um, and these rules actually apply to both furs and pearls. You don't want to, and not that you really would. Um, I guess this is more for like accessories, like collars and stuff like this. I don't think you would be putting this stuff on when you were like wearing your full mink coat. Um, but you don't want to spray perfume or hairspray while you're yeah. wearing your fur because there's well, it's alcohol really porous in it. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- there's alcohol in those products and it will be drying to the fur. Yeah. Um, so which actually leads us into our next question. I'm I'm actually going to go ahead and read. It's not really a question. It's actually just an an incident. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you guys the backstory on on how this came about. So on New Year's Day this year, um, I took to Twitter. Oh, because one of my one of my followers had tweeted at me in the middle of the night. Um, tragic <laughs> that they, well from like a from a party right like which is like the best thing in the world for me it was like 
we've got the first vomit in- incident of 2018. And so when I woke up the next day, um, I saw it and I and I retweeted it and I was like, you guys, tell me about all the messes you made last night. And mm. I expected like, I don't know, like four responses. Oh, no. Yeah. My entire New Year's Day was like lost to this. I mean, I was, was joyful for me because it's the best thing in the world. But just like all of these people tweeting the like they were sending me photos of messes. They were like, it was amazing telling me about all the messes they made on New Year's Eve. And Twitter user one true cinnamon bitch. Great. <laughs> Which is just the best handle for that to go along <laughs> with what this is. Um, tweeted at me that she got red lipstick on a white mink. And I was like, well, you win for most glamorous. Yeah. What a look. Um, yeah. And and actually, she sent me before and after pictures of it because there's there's a happy ending here. Wow, that's um, exciting because I literally was like, wow, I bet that's ruined. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like panicked for her when I first read it, and then I was like, wait a minute, no, I like I have a solution for her, um, and it worked. So that was great. So what I told her to do was I was like, use rubbing alcohol, put it on um, like a cotton pad or on like a you know like a, a thin soft like rag or cloth like an old t-shirt would be fine um and i was like you know don't don't soak the cotton just use like a sparing amount and and run it along the along the hair where the lipstick is but run it along like with the grain of the hair so only working in one motion like yeah the way that you're supposed to file your fingernails only in one direction you know oh, god i never do um, that i'm actually pretty good about that it's hard yeah. it's hard not to like slip and do a little back and forth yeah but like i I've maybe got... now that you've mentioned it i'll be more alert well i'm also like... <laughs> i always do it when i'm like just watching tv so i think that's the problem is i sort of zone out yeah you're not paying attention yeah the thing is i'm also like obsessive about my finger yeah you're so... much better she than just I am. Lo- she just like eyed my manicure no it looks <laughs> great I, yeah. jolie has like very long hot pink nails I right do. now I got one and chip, though, on it's the shorty. making me feel i was going through a stage where i keep mine really short because they then i start to like i feel like i scratch a lot when i have long nails that's like oh. an overshare no, i don't that's know fine. Wait, i just feel on, like the things i say on this program right but it's like i don't need people to know that i'm like itching myself all the time <laughs> uh but no i just like to keep my nails pretty short but there was a period of time for like three or four years when i always had polish on them and then now i'm just sort of out of the favor but i need to circle back for sure because it does make your hands more interesting yeah like i like working more because i would look at my hands i'd be like tap 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 you know yeah i think my i think my listeners know this because i think i've talked about it before but the the way that i learned to paint my fingernails um was when i was writing my book Mm -hmm. because i was staring i was spending so much time staring at my hands exactly and i needed a break and so i was like this is the this is actually a great break from writing because like you can kind of let your mind yeah. relax a little it's bit. It's super meditative. Mm-hmm. I really liked it when I was doing it. It yeah. just seems to have fallen out of favor in terms of my quote unquote self care routine. Well, maybe I'll but, get back into yeah, it. maybe I'll circle back. Yeah, you'll be wearing na- nail varnish and fur and brooches <laughs> oh, and God. shower caps. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone listening to this, like, please don't tweet at me. I swear <laughs> to God, like, I'm a terrible person, but not for these reasons. <laughs> Um, okay. Anyway, so you so work the alcohol <laughs> with the grain of the fur. I'm on the. I'm way on your. Me, way to get me back on track. I'm okay. on your level. Yeah. Um. So so that's what I told her to do, and it worked. And she tweeted back. That's um, incredible. Before and after pictures for me. So now the thing is, is like you know, I just want to mention again, like the alcohol is drying in the fur. Right. So a- after you do, and it was it was not a big. It was very small splotch yeah. of lipstick, but like what she could have done after that if she was worried about it was she could have taken a tiny, tiny bit of a clear, mild shampoo and just shampooed the fur in the same exact way, just like with a damp rag, just working in the direction and then clean water and and wipe the the shampoo off. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, it's hair. Yeah. So yeah, just a mild, 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 clear shampoo, like a baby shampoo. What an amazing New Year's miracle. Mm -hmm. I don't think happy there is such a thing as a new year's miracle there is now, but now there is. <laughs> um listen on that on that new year's miracle note this is a good time for us to take a quick break kate and i will be right back with more of your furry problems this is ask a clean person the podcast ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Kate Dries. We've been talking about fur and all, and, oh, and itching. God and, knows what else. <laughs> all, all manner of weird thin moths. <laughs> um, all right. So we have we have another question. This is a long one from Lena. Um, long, 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 tragic tale from Lena. Uh-oh. Okay. Hi, Jolie. I've been a fan of your writing since the very beginning on the hairpin, and you have inspired me to make my bed and tackle weird stains I previously thought were impossible to treat. Right now, I am miserable, and you may be the best person to help me. I hope so. Yeah, God, me too. I will say that because of you, I also do make my bed now. Yes! But it's like, (gasps) it's really haphazard. Like, it's not impressive. That's okay. I do it every morning. It does make you feel better. Oh, thanks for saying so. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I realize I never told you that. Now you know. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, Back to Lena. I made my day. (laughs) (laughs) I live in wet London and came home from holiday yesterday. I love British people. Mm -hmm. Holiday. Mm -hmm. I should start saying that. (laughs) (laughs) To notice that the back wall of my wardrobe is covered in green mold. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was my editorializing. (laughs) This is horrifying. (laughs) I know. This is a bad one. The wardrobe was pretty full of clothes, and the majority of clothes are cotton shirts that I can wash at hot temperatures. The wardrobe was also hosted my grandmother's old fur coat, Peren muskrat, a light blue suede blazer, a brown leather jacket, a puffer jacket, and a woolen blazer with suede trimmings. The suede blazer and leather jacket have mold on the sleeves that were against the back wall, and the fur coat is wet. As far as I can tell, the actual skin on the coat is dry, and only the fur is wet. The brown leather jacket has also seen has also the brown leather jacket also has some mold on the inside lining around the side seam and armpit. I've taken the coats and jackets out of the wardrobe and I'm airing them, but our flat has pretty serious humidity problems and the outside air is 85% water, so it may take a while. I'm starting to like visualize her apartment as like, the, <laughs> did you see the shape of water? Like, No, I haven't seen okay. it yet. If you guys have seen that, where they live in the shape of water. <laughs> take for that what you will. I'm pretty confident on being able to clean the brown leather jacket myself. I used to work at a stable and I've got some leather care skills, so I'm mostly worried about the suede jacket and fur coat. The fur coat isn't visibly covered by mold and doesn't smell too, of it too strongly, but is there something I should do to disinfect it? Is there any chance of removing mold from a suede jacket? The suede jacket has green and orange mold on it, but it doesn't seem to be too wet, so hopefully it's mainly on the surface. The other sensitive clothes don't seem to be affected as badly, but I don't want to clean everything out and put them back in with all the invisible spores just for everything else to go moldy again. I would like to wash as many of the other clothes as possible at home, but is a gentle wash program good enough to kill the spores on silk slash gentle wash items, or do they need dry cleaning too? I don't really have the money for expensive specialist dry cleaners, but if it's the only option and has a good chance of working, I'll do it. Most of these jackets and coats were gifts, so I really hope you can help me salvage them. Any and all anti-mold tips are welcome. Thank you for your help, Lena. Lena, wow. I am I really feeling for you. This is I like know. the Mount Everest of cleaning. I know. It's so much too. And actually, I have to say, as you were reading it, I was like, gosh, I didn't even put the instructions in for the silk stuff. So so I don't forget it. Let me actually start with the silk stuff. Lena, you can totally go ahead and wash the silk stuff at home. It's going to be fine. Um, the basic silk instructions are hand wash, cool water, Keep the water at a consistent temperature and don't expose the, the silk to water for too, too long, um, like a five-minute wash. Because you've got some mold in there, you can also go ahead and add about a quarter of a cup of white vinegar to that wash water. The white vinegar is going to have a disinfecting effect. It will nuke the, the spores. You can give it a quick hand wash. The silk stuff is going to be fine. So that's your that's your silk instructions. You don't have to take that stuff to a specialty cleaner. And actually, I can help you get everything done at home. It's just going to require some time and patience on your part. And unfortunately, you live in wet London, so we can't use one of the great resources we have for dealing with mold on clothing and other things, which is the sun, Yeah. Um, unfortunately. 
but we've got we've got other things we can do. So let's start with this fur thing because actually the fur it sounds like it's not in yeah the bad fur shape. seemed okay. I'm like more worried about the suede. Yeah, and I'm we can save the suede. The suede's gonna be a okay um, because she said it isn't um, it doesn't smell moldy. She may not have to do this, but if she does want to give the fur a, a thorough cleaning, she could dilute a small amount of a you know clear mild shampoo um, in a small bowl of water. <clears throat> And use like a washcloth to basically give a, a sponge bath to the fur. You want to you want to sponge bath it in the direction of the fur, just like we talked about with the lipstick. Um, and then you want to rinse the rag very well and go over it many, many times with just um, clear water. Wring it out so it's not sopping wet. You, this should be a damp operation, both in terms of using the the shampoo and doing the rinsing. You want to wring your rag out very well so it's just damp and wipe and wring and damp and you know it's just patience um but that will do it and then let the thing dry out um i do have some tips for drying so the thing is you know as i as i said when we started this all off fur hates heat so you don't want to turn a hair dryer on it yeah you don't want to put it near a, a heater a heater or a fire but what you can do is you can hang it to dry with a dehumidifier near it Oh. The dehumidifier is going to help pull the moisture not only out of the room that it's in, but out of the out of the fur coat itself. Yeah. Um, so that may really help. <clears throat> you should also definitely get a dehumidifier and put it in the closet. Um, it's probably also not a bad idea if the, you might not have an outlet in the closet if you don't have one. Um, definitely get a desiccant. I don't know what the UK equivalent of damp rid is. Um, but I know that there will be one because I mean, literally if there's any place in the world that needs damp red, it's, <laughs> it's the UK. Um, so if you, if you Google, um, damp red UK equivalent, you'll come up with it. Um, and I'm sorry, I should have done that when I was, when I was researching for the show. Obviously this, this question had so much going on. I like, yeah. I like forgot component. <laughs> um, sorry, you guys, um, new, new studio. I'm like a little off my game today. <laughs> Um, so, so that's like the basic, like washing and drying instructions. Um, one other thing to do after you've, um, after you've, you know, given the, the coat, it's sponge bath, get a dry towel and just wipe it again with, with the hair, um, the, the grain of the hair, just give it a wiping down with a dry towel before you go to hang, hang dry it. Um, and that will, that will do, do you well. Now, if you are concerned that there is molds on the fur, which it doesn't sound like you are, but definitely we know there is on, some on the suede, go ahead and wear a pair of gloves um, so that it's not coming in contact with your hands. If you have respiratory issues, you might want to wear a mask. Um, I don't think that that's strictly necessary in this in this case, but I just want to mention it as like a you know safety concern. Um all right, so let's turn our attention to that the suede and the leather. So the thing is, the leather sounds like it's actually fine. Yeah. But I do want to mention, just in case any of you have any leather goods of any sort that have developed a mold problem, um, there is a column that I wrote not too, too long ago, I think in November of 2017, December of 2017. It was the end of the year. Um, one of my Ask a Clean Person columns for Jalopnik was about mold on leather specifically because oh, in cars. um yeah well actually what it was was it was um it was motorcycle leathers sure um we had a we had a reader who wrote in to me that he had a really really expensive set of motorcycle leathers and he had had them in storage for 6 years and Oof. and he said he was like I, all this time he was like I knew I should have gone and checked on them I knew I was making a mistake like I'm beating myself up over it but I finally opened them and yep completely covered in mold mm -hmm. and he was like these were really expensive i don't want to get rid of them yeah what can i do um so there are like f incredibly detailed instructions on what to do about that on jalopnik jalopnik.com at slash ask a clean or slash tag slash ask a clean person <laughs> um or just google jolie care motorcycle <laughs> and tell me what other results come yeah, up I was when you google say that some cool photos <laughs> um uh, but let's, so let's talk specifically about the suede. So the, the instructions that I'm going to give for the suede are, are basically the exact same instructions for the leather, except suede is more temperamental. So there's more stuff you can do to leather that you can't do to suede. Um, so I'm going to go through the suede instructions, but basically it's the same thing for the leather. So you're going to need a few things. You're going to need my old friend, white vinegar. 
my, my, my yeah, great you're, pal. You're, you're, you're best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like, we did, um, I did a live show mm-hmm. um, about a month ago and um, we had a Jolie Care drinking game. And one of the one of the things that someone suggested was like drink every time she says white vinegar. And I was like, no, drink water every time I say white vinegar because oh, otherwise... I thought you were going to say like everybody drank white vinegar. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, make people do that. No, I was like, drink water when you say mm. white vinegar. Yeah. Um, OK, so you want our old friend white vinegar. You want a soft bristled brush like a suede brush or just like a nail brush or a toothbrush is going to be tedious to work right, with and so a nail small. brush is bigger um or a suede brush but a soft bristled brush and um an old, like an old t-shirt or soft soft racks <clears throat> so what you're going to do with the suede to begin is you're going to use the brush to brush away the molds um and it, and it will it will brush away you can also use a soft cloth for that but frankly the brush is going to be better it's going to be more effective um again this is a place where you probably will want to be wearing gloves and possibly even a mask um then what you'll do is you will put some of your white vinegar into a bowl leave some headspace so that like you can get in there without sloshing the um the white vinegar everywhere um and you're going to dip your soft cloth like you know again old t-shirt is perfect for this you're going to dip your soft cloth in that wring it out so that it's just damp with the vinegar not soaking wet and you're going to wipe the suede down with it now Suede does not love liquid, but you can use sparing amounts of liquid on on suede. The important thing is that you're really wringing out that rag so you're not, like, sopping this, like, vinegary rag onto your suede. You just want it to be damp. Um, And just wipe the areas where the mold was. Again, the vinegar is going to kill the mold spores. Then you're going to do the exact same thing with... Um, a clean rag dipped in water. You're going to wring it out very, very, very well, and you're just going to go over it to remove the vinegar residue. You could also, um, that that's what you'll definitely do with leather. With suede, if you if it's very, very temperamental suede and you don't want to apply any more liquid to it other than the vinegar, you could go over it with the brush because the brush will actually pull away that vinegar residue. Um, it'll pull it up out of the nap. Um the last thing you can do, and you know, I, this isn't this isn't going to work in you know foggy London, unfortunately. Um, but once you're done with that initial cleaning, if you can get a hot, sunshiny day and stick the stuff outdoors, if you have a safe space to do that, and if you had sunshine, obviously, um, the the UV rays from the sun will go a long way in killing those spores. Since you can't do that, if you if you feel nervous. Um, about spores lingering, you can get one of those UV wands that like the extreme germaphobes use to mm-hmm. like wand the subway poles before yeah. they touch it. Um, and that will also also do the same effect. You don't need to, but if some people feel really nervous yeah. um, and for almost their own peace of mind, they want that sort of extra level of, of mold removal. Um, so I think you're going to be okay. It's, you know, look, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a little tedious, but it won't be hugely costly and you'll save those things. Yeah. So, so there we go. Um, I think we're just about out of time, but I actually, I I do want to get to this great, totally unrelated question. Although it has to do with mold. Oh yeah. It is related. Um, Everything in cleaning is related. (laughs) It all comes back together. I can find a tie in for anything. This I think will make me seem more relatable than than the rest of this episode has which has made me seem like some rich bitch monster all right no (laughs) which i'm fine with guys (laughs) she's gonna be the newest real housewife of new york (laughs) (laughs) um i mean someone has to fall in bushes now that luann has has gotten clean it could be me (laughs) yeah i know i've I've seen you in action (laughs) okay um okay so kate sent me an email this is like a couple weeks ago this is recently because what's funny about this is until you brought it up i forgot that i sent you this email so that's embarrassing (laughs) and makes me wonder for my sanity on multiple levels but that's fine i listen i encourage people to send me emails when they're in a state of not remembering that they're sending emails because they make great emails yeah i want to like go back and look at this timestamp. i think it was a normal time of day but if it it wasn't that's also okay and i embrace that well i'll tell you what you tell them you tell them what the question was and i'm gonna look up and i'll tell you what the timestamp was okay if i remember correctly uh i emailed you because um i was thinking about 
like whether people oh oh so i got a new shower curtain now i'm remembering <laughs> i so the thing about me is like you know how a lot of people have like a, a liner and then a curtain and the curtain yes. is either like plastic or cloth right that's what i have i have a liner right. and a cloth because you're like a nice fancy person i am like a dirtbag and also like we never had a, a real curtain in my house my parents would just buy liners and then throw them out okay when they got dirty okay so that's what i do i just you only use a liner okay because it's also like i don't think that's that uncommon i don't but i don't know like what is normal but anyway so I, i'm i'm unwrapping the new liner because obviously the old one was disgusting and the cleaning that i had done like it was like done there's yeah, was no was more point in continuing to clean right. it and it said, like, wipe it down after every shower. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, who? I know people, like, the people I get who wipe their showers down are the people that have glass showers. Yes. That yes. are, like, need to be maintained. And they live in these, like, beautiful apartments. So they have the, like, squeegee. squeegee. Yeah. Of course. I used to have one when I had glass shower doors. But I don't have that. So I just, I think what I emailed you was, like, does anybody do this? Yeah. Does anybody wipe their like loose flapping right. curtain? And she was like, liner and how? down and right. How? Like, would I? I don't even. I. I just seems like it would require so much work when you're like clean already. Yeah. Then you'd be like sweaty again. I don't know. Yeah. I overthought the whole thing. What time did I send you this? At? You sent me the 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 email at three thirty in the afternoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes me feel a little better. I guess. <laughs> But the fact that you remember sending an email at 3.30 in the afternoon is amazing. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, so this is this is all just I'm, I'm, I have the email up, so I'm just going to read Great. my response. Flip, please. I, I said, hey, lady, this is a hilarious and really good question. Want to come on my podcast to discuss? <laughs> this is how I get them, you guys. Um, this is what I do to my friends now. <laughs> I just like sees any opportunity to make uh, I mean I left the door wide open for you, you. really did or you the really shower did. curtain you as really, it were really um, so and then I continue I was like the short response is, is that you basically answered your own question the reason to wipe the liner is to delay the development of mold and mildew which water plus soap scum will encourage but yeah functionally it's not that realistic and also you can just toss liners in the wash so there's an even better option than tossing them out see um, that is something I actually didn't know yeah I and guess that I makes said, I have a lot more to say sense. about this. <laughs> As but, if there but you know that because you know me. more to say about this, <laughs> this topic. Um, I will say it did not occur to me that you could wash a liner, yeah. but obviously you can. Mm -hmm. I will also say that I don't just like I'm not like throwing liners out every week like as <laughs> as I mentioned at the top of the episode, waste is like very important to me. Uh, so I do like when I clean the shower, I do like scrub them down. Right. And so I will have them for like months basically. Right. But I, you know, it gets to a point where it's There's like, a lifespan. Yeah. what is the point anymore? This is disgusting. And right. like someone's staying in my place. And I'm like, gotta go get gotta a new go, liner, yeah. which is why I bought the last one. Right. So, so I will say, first of all, I do not, I do not wipe my liner down after every use. When I had glass shower doors, I did have a squeegee and I squeegeed after every use. It's right. just, it's just frank, frankly, like not that, it's not that easy to wipe a flapping. No, it's really it's hard. Really not. And what I thought was sort of, and this is again, me thinking too much about this. Uh, what I thought was sort of funny was that wouldn't it benefit the manufacturer of the liner to not tell you that? Yeah. Because then well, you'd I... buy more. So I was sort of fascinated. Or do they think you'll get mad that it gets moldy so fast and like not buy their... I don't I... know. I was sort of curious about that. I think they tell you that part because... And now we're getting into like Jolie Care conspiracy theory time here. Right? <laughs> I think they tell you that instruction because they know no one's going to do it, but they don't give you the instruction that you can put it in the washing machine because then people would do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Fine. So anyway, so so here's the thing. You can, I do I do the scrub thing mm -hmm. when I'm cleaning my tub out. Yeah. When I'm done cleaning the tub, I then take my like, you know, my microfiber cloth and whatever cleaning agent I'm using and I just give a quick, like yeah. I hold yeah. the curtain I do the same with thing. one hand and I scrub the bottom off yeah. and, I, and I curse because it's awkward and yeah. I can't stand it, but I... But I can't stand having a disgusting shower curtain yeah, it's liner gross. more. Um, and for me, laundering my shower curtain liner is kind of an ordeal because I have to go to a laundromat. Well, that was that's the thing. It's like realistically, right now, that's not going to happen. Yeah. When but I do, I mean, when I, I have it in my, let's just say, let's not even get greedy. Let's just say building. Yes, yes. I will uh, be doing my kingdom for in building. I know. I will be forget in unit. God, I can't believe we just didn't talk about laundry. We'll the come back concept for, for this whole come hour. Come back for laundry school in the fall. Cool. I I cannot wait. Do you to, know who was my, doing laundry? Again. You're gonna laugh at this. Do you know who my best laundry school guest was this past fall? Who? Leah Finnegan. 
Oh, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. She's a laundry enthusiast. I didn't know. Yeah. And folding, I got to teach her like all these weird terms that I had learned. Yeah. And, like, I love doing it, but folding is really my favorite part, I oh, would yeah, say, because it's so calming. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll come back for laundry. Yeah. School. So I'm great. excited to learn that um, you can just throw that yeah. in the laundry. So here's the, here's the basic instructions for this, and then and we'll wrap up and we'll go do, we'll go do bonus time. Um. I forget we had something. Did we have something to talk about? I feel like I came up with something for the bonus episode. I can't remember now. I have plenty of stuff I want to I'm talk sure to you about. Do. So yeah, don't I'm worry. Sure you, do. <laughs> uh, you guys, Kate and I are old friends. We used to work together at Dustbox. <laughs> so, like we've known each other for a thousand years. Um, okay, so you put it in the in the washer. Uh, you know, r- small amount of detergent. You don't need a ton of detergent. Small amount of detergent. Either a quarter to half cup cup of white vinegar or of bleach. Not both. Never both. Never mix them. Um, don't put it in the dryer. Yeah, duh. <laughs> well, I mean, well, actually, not duh, because I once put a metal bowl in the microwave. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> what? <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Caveat. Um, so that's all. Just um, you know, when you take it out of the washer, you know, shake it out and just hang, hang it back up to drip dry, and that's that's how you do it. Cool. So on that on that note, on that uh, fascinating <laughs> note. <laughs> Listen, you have no idea how often my friends in particular ask me about shower curtain liners. Actually, Maureen O'Connor asked me about shower curtain liners one time when she was here. I was like, Maureen, I bring you in to talk about the sexy stuff, not shower curtain liners. <laughs> hey, man, that is the sexy I stuff. I guess. I guess so. In my world, I guess it is. Um, all right, you guys. On that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Kate, thank you so much for being here. Thank this you so much really for fun. having of me. Of course. I'm excited to have you back for laundry school. Yeah, I'm excited to one day do laundry again. <laughs> If you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 